last night. And I think it's just because it's such a dialogue-heavy episode. It is. That I'm writing so many things down, trying not to, like, misquote things. I'm sure I'll yeah. misquote, like, everything that I, that I try and quote. But I, I looked at my phone uh, as I'm halfway through the episode, and it had already been an hour. Yeah, yeah. So it, it took me over an hour and a half to watch We've this. had a lot of action-packed episodes so far this season where there were like a billion locations, and, and, and it was and all not much happening. dialogue. Yeah, not much dialogue. Yeah, and but this, th- was... th- this is, uh, I mean, it's action-packed, but it's much the opposite. There's so much yeah. dialogue. It's dialogue-driven rather than action-driven, really. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, but I, uh, but I gotta <laughs> say, on the flip side, it, well, it may have taken me a long time to watch. I was like exhausted. I was watching this on the Monday after I, I drove... A total of 16 hours to spend like 36 hours uh-huh. in my hometown. Uh, so I, 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 I left at like 2 p.m. on Friday, got to my hometown at 11 p.m. on Friday. How far, how I, far away is home? Eight from hours. About eight? Okay. You don't stop, which means like nine you okay. know, with traffic and, and all that stuff. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I just recently did a drive to Philly from here, which is about like seven, seven and a half yeah. hours. And was there literally for a day. Yeah. Like I, I drove down. I, 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 took a, I took a Friday off. And then I had a wrestling seminar on Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, so I drove down Friday afternoon, got an Airbnb. My seminar was Saturday morning and then drove home Saturday afternoon oh, into well, the that's, night. That's a little bit more than that. So <laughs> it I, was, I went down for my high school it was reunion. Ridiculous. And so I drove eight hours on Friday and then I left, got there at 11 p.m. Friday, left at 11 a.m. on Sunday Jeez. to come home another eight hours. And so I was just home for like really 36 hours. And But it was totally worth it. It was a yeah. blast. But, but I mean, I, I, but then that Monday, I was like exhausted. But this episode rejuvenated me. I was like, no way I'm going to get really? through it. This is going to oh, suck. Man. See, I, I, I was like cracking up and loving it just as much as I ever have. I have a hard time justifying going home to visit my, my dad and my grandma, which is only like two and a half hours oh, away, yeah. if I can't spend at least 36 hours there. Yeah, yeah. If I can't spend at least a day and a half, it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to drive down and then like the next day at the same time drive back, and you know? That's, and that's a day trip for us. Like, we'll go, we'll go <laughs> Four, like four hours is a day trip for us. Two oh, hours, man. Four hours is a one overnighter. Two but, hours is a day trip. For maybe us. I'll, maybe I'll get to that point whenever I'm whenever I'm your age. Whenever I grow up a little bit, right, right. <laughs> when you grow up, do you think that longer trips, shorter, it will yeah, yeah. What do you think it is now that's holding you back from that? Uh, j- I don't know. Laziness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the fact that I don't have kids to entertain. Yeah. 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 I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Like we'll drive any distance just to entertain them for a small amount of time. Oh yeah. 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 Dr- drive four hours to entertain them yeah. for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Would like, you do that? If you okay, say you have to drive four hours to get to a place. What is the minimum amount of time that they have to be entertained that's an, to justify driving four hours? That's an overnight trip. I can't say they'll be entertained so? the whole okay. time, but. For instance, like we went when we went out of town just recently, we went to Ithaca. Uh-huh. That was like that was about four you, hours. You were there for a weekend, right? No, just a night. Oh, One really? Night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One night, and but so a weekend trip to us is like, well, geez, you know, it's become eight, <laughs> eight hours. You have to stop in the middle with them. Yeah. At this point, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's they, complicated. They can really only like sit in the car for like four ish hours. Yeah. That's, okay. Uh, we only want to sit in the that's, car. That's with good them. though for them. They'll sit in the car as long as we want them to, and that's about <laughs> as long as we want them to. It's not really up to them. They'll sit in the car as long as we say, but it becomes unpleasant for everybody yeah. around a certain amount of time, and that's four hours. So yeah, we found that we basically can make it out of Pennsylvania on the way home, for instance, which is eight or nine hours. Uh-huh. And so once we get to like just just across the border, we'll stop for the night, pick it up the next day. But when, oh, okay. when it was just me, I was sailing. I was just driving. I was like, I wasn't. T- I got up at four that morning, and oh, I'm like, man. I should be tired. But I'm not. I don't, I don't know what it was. I guess I just the adrenaline was pumping. I was excited to see my family, excited to see old friends. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess that must have been it. But I'm like, that doesn't keep a man really awake. No. You know, I, I don't know what it was. I, uh, but I, but I, was, I was glad. We will eventually talk about the outing. <laughs> uh, but before that, uh, do we have anything... Well, to, yeah, did you oh, want to well, like introduce the show? Oh, yeah, we do have that. <laughs> welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. Now it's I'm a, forgetting parts of the show. It's a show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. And if, you, we found, if we sound a little different, we may not. We're in our satellite office, uh, so we're in our satellite location, our satellite studio. 
that explains that. Did yes. you have anything to go over from the last episode? Uh, we didn't have any homework, but no, I, I just wanted to bring up. I saw like the piece of news that uh, Jerry Seinfeld has his new season of Comedians in Cars getting yes, coffee. Yeah. And he had Eddie Murphy on the first episode. He did. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I've never seen any of the Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Me neither. Uh, but I-, I did see a Comedians in Cars getting coffee meme <laughs> from the Ricky Gervais episode. Yes. And apparently Ricky Gervais like says something along the lines of, I hate when a comedian tries too hard to be like edgy or sexy. Mm-hmm. And then it's like right next to a photo of him pretending to be Jesus with a crown of thorns ah. crucifying himself <laughs> written in blood on his chest is the word atheist. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, and but just, did someone make that for him or does that from, is that his own artwork? I, that's what I would want to know. I, I, th- mean, th- I think that's a photo shoot. W- he did. I wouldn't put it past him. I think that is a photo him, shoot. He did not knowing him, but you know, uh, yeah, not his knowing public him. persona. Uh, but like it, the, the, caption of the meme was just like comedians in cars getting coffee is just so blatantly ignorant yeah yeah i mean there's there's a certain <laughs> or, or something level. like that at that yeah you you can't be that what do they call when you're um not self-conscious but like you're oblivious to uh, what you actually are i don't know i don't know the word my, anyway <laughs> dysmorphic i don't know per, person there's a certain level of that that comes with like personality dysmorphia that comes with i there's, think being there's a, definitely a, a word this. that we're forgetting yeah yeah not self-consciousness Self-aware? Yeah, self-awareness. L- I think maybe lack, that's what it lack is. Lack of self-awareness? Yeah, yeah. I think that's with any showbiz person, but I would love to see the full episode, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, I would the Ricky Gervais that, episode? Even that may have been taken out of context. Yeah, it could know? have been, yeah. But one thing I liked about that episode that also made uh, a little bit of headlines, uh, not really headlines, but it was a pull quote, a lot of people saying that Ricky Gervais is like, you know, when someone tells a joke, I try to be nice and laugh. And Jerry's like, not me. I want them to feel awful that they tried to make me laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? this is just so typical. Like, that's just typical Jerry Seinfeld. He's like... You don't find that, you know, that they think they can make you laugh insulting. You've spent your life perfecting this craft and they think all of a sudden they can come up and make, he was like, and Ricky is like, we're not doctors. We're not, you know, it was like, it's just a human interaction. And Jerry's like, Ricky is like, what we do isn't that important. We're not that important. And then Jerry, he's joking, but he goes, aren't we? Uh, And they both just kind of crack up. And that's where like the little clip ended. But um, but it, it's just so is, is this scary. a recent episode? Yeah, or? the new season just dropped. So oh, is, is Ricky Gervais in this new um, the season? New season, yeah, along with Eddie Murphy. Oh, and, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And it seems like Jerry Seinfeld convinced Eddie Murphy to do stand up again really? on that episode. Yeah, huh. yeah. Okay, like, you should do stand up again. He's like, yeah, I guess I should. And that's Next all it day, took. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Next day, seventy million dollars from Netflix for Eddie oh, Murphy. Man. I didn't even see specials. that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. um, so, but I, I like that. You know, so I'm I'm I find myself more on the side. When I when I hear Jerry talk about comedy, which I love, you know, so I should watch this show because that's what they do. They sort of dissect comedy, which mm-hmm. I, which I like. But I, I always kind of find myself on the side of not on Jerry Seinfeld's side when it comes to comedy, and that's certainly one of those cases where I'm like, sure, if someone comes up and goes, "Hey, Jerry Seinfeld, I bet I can make you laugh," that's <laughs> dumb. But if you're in a normal conversation and someone's trying to be funny yeah. and you don't laugh. There's you're, a difference you're, between you're a sociopath. You're an asshole. Yeah. And you can be magnanimous and have normal human interactions. Just <laughs> no, like, that's not funny. Yeah, like, I I'm a laugh. comedian. I know uh, what's yeah. funny. I don't I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't have it. Anything that's not said by a comedian by trade. If you've only if you've been a comedian for ten years, then I will laugh. But it's like, you know, you can <laughs> I hope you would have just normal conversations with people and they're yeah. like, oh, that's funny. That's sad. If Feel emotion. If, if there's something that like makes you laugh, so what? Just, la- laugh. Yeah, just because a comedian didn't say it. Now I am on his side that if someone comes up and, and you know, like for instance, we've talked about before, like, oh, uh, you know, I could be on radio. Yeah. That's dumb. But if someone comes up to me and starts telling a funny story, yeah. I well, will laugh. Yeah. Just because they're not on the radio station doesn't mean well, I don't think they're not a human. Or if someone has like a, a, a good voice that I think would sound good on the air, I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah, you should like do a podcast or something. Yeah. Because I, I mean, that that's definitely a good way to start into yeah. like a, a hobby or a, a, a something like that. Like yeah. if, if I see... Uh, someone who reaches out to me that is in high school or is in college, like, hey, how do I get into radio? Yeah. Like, do a podcast. But that's totally different than someone come up and going, oh, my friends and I could do a radio show. Oh, yeah. Like, mm, mm, it's, mm. it's totally different. No. Yeah. So, totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, oh, we, we could tell you're on the radio. My friend, my friends and I should be We're, a radio show. And that's what maybe that is. It's what the Jerry evolved was. argument of, yeah, my family and I are hilarious. We should have our own sitcom, yeah, yeah. which... Coming back to like our one of our very first episodes is talking about my life as a sitcom. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
But there is an early episode where someone goes, oh, you should come to my office. You can get a lot of material. We, we have, yeah. This guy's funny. You know, like, I, I understand that does suck when you have, when you, when you do something that is actually very hard, like being a stand-up comedian or doing a morning radio show or turning a heavy crank or cons- whatever you do and someone comes up and they think it's easy, mm-hmm. that's messed the, up. The talent, but that's not what Jerry and Ricky were talking about. The talent is doing something hard and making it look easy so yes. that other people think it yeah. is yeah, easy. Yeah. And Jerry that's takes where that, the talent comes Jerry in. Jerry takes that one way and like Ricky said to him in that bit, he's like, you're taking something that's a compliment, somebody who wants to be funny with you and you're turning it into an insult. I think I am as funny as you. And Ricky didn't. Surprisingly, Ricky, who has a huge ego, obviously, oh. uh, did, did, doesn't take it that way. But Jerry, his ego does take it that way. So, um, yeah. But for sure, if someone like is just comes up and goes, oh, I, you know, is being funny. I am not a sociopath. So I will go. <laughs> I will follow them on their emotional journey and we'll laugh together. And I won't think it's insulting or whatever. And it's just weird that Jerry does. So. Comedians who want to who end up with an interaction with Jerry Seinfeld don't be discouraged. Yeah, <laughs> or non-comedians who want an interaction with Jerry Seinfeld don't be discouraged. Oh, I just have man. a feeling. You know, they say never meet your heroes, and I think there's never more an obvious person to never meet than, than Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld. If you're a Jerry Seinfeld oh, fan, yeah. God. Are you getting that feeling? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely getting that feeling. <laughs> I, I know Grace and I are in the middle of booking our honeymoon, and we're doing the Warner Brothers Studio Tour, yeah. which I think uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is uh, filming Veep on, if Veep is still filming. But but I know Jerry Seinfeld isn't going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I I can't imagine like if I was to listen to Jerry Seinfeld, like, hey, yeah, I'm watching Seinfeld for the first time ever. Oh, what took you so long? <laughs> yeah, def- he definitely would do that. That <laughs> million percent what he would say. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the only other little bit of news I have uh, or was about the um, the shoes. The last episode we watched, and I just found this from the Wikipedia page. I believe the shoes was the first episode of season four in which Seinfeld was moved from its Wednesday time slot to Thursday at 9.30, right after Cheers, which was in its last season, and Seinfeld would eventually take over Cheers' spot the following fall, Thursdays at 9 o'clock. That's definitely when I remember watching I thought it was already in the Thursday spot at this point. I thought it was always a Thursday show. Yeah, it It was on Wednesdays, and then it was moved to Thursdays at 9.30. The the Shoes was the first Thursday episode? Yeah, yeah, and they were worried that people weren't going to find it. They had like a huge (laughs) ad campaign, apparently, where they were like, Seinfeld's moving to Thursdays. Moving to Thursdays. And I don't think they called it at that point, but but we were on our way to must-see TV. Do you remember that? Uh, I, I mean, I've heard the term. Yeah, NBC's Thursday Night lineup. They invented that. This is must-see TV. It was like hmm. Friends, Seinfeld, and then whatever shows were thanking God that they were put on <laughs> on the same night as Friends and Seinfeld. Well, because whatever shows had that lead in. Whatever yeah. show, yeah, whatever. Because it was a monstrous amount Friends of viewers. Was eight and Seinfeld was nine. Oh, Frasier might have been must-see TV at some point. Do you was it, it was, like, was it Friends eight Seinfeld nine and yeah. then there was a show in between and a show after Seinfeld. I want to say that's what it was because yeah. that's that's what Fox does with their Sunday night animation. Yeah, they yeah. do Simpsons, Simpsons at eight, X show yeah. at eight thirty. Family Guy at 9, yeah. X show at 9.30. Yeah, bingo. It, that, that always used to be like American Dad at 9.30 and uh, whatever new like sitcom or... King of Zorn, the son of Zorn, I mean. Son of, son yeah, of yeah. Zorn at, at 8.30. Right, Man, right. son of Zorn. <laughs> oh. uh, or King, I never or King of the Hill when it was on. King of the Hill, yeah. That, that jumped around from like 7.30 to 8.30. Yeah, like I that. mean, the, the, the 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 slots yeah, yeah. Always, seem to, always seem to jump around. But, yeah, it, yeah. but it's always Simpsons 8, Family Guy 9. Bingo, yeah, yeah. And so I want to say the Friends came on at 8, even though that could be kind of raunchy at times, but... Um, I want to say it was Friends and Seinfeld and then whatever. You know, Frasier, I think, was in there. And then something at 930 that usually never worked. But I don't know. I bet there's a, I bet there's a, um, a, a, a table on Wikipedia <laughs> where you can Google must oh, TV and look at the lineup. I was like doing that with TGIF because I, I loved watching TGIF. Oh, so man. You can see, oh, yeah, Family Matters. Then Perfect Strangers at 930, right? <laughs> oh, step by step. Then Family Matters got shuffled. Yeah, I, I, I looked through, I've looked through that a couple times. Uh, but this was got to be the beginning of, of must-see TV. Yeah. And I think that is it. Yeah, it would remain uh, at, at Thursdays at 9, 
for the rest of the series. Never moved again. Jeez. Never moved again. Right, yep. did, did you have anything else? That's it. We should probably get into things then. It has been uh, a big lead-in. <laughs> a big cold uh, We are not a research-heavy show if you are listening to us for the first time ever. Uh, I'm watching these show these episodes for the first time. Tim is watching these episodes for the first time in chronological order after being a lifelong fan for years. If we miss something, if we egregiously skip over something, please send us an email, send us a tweet, nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com or at nohugging. Those links are in the description. By by the way, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts, and we will send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker, and we will also read your review here on the show. That being said, Season 4, Episode 16, The Outing, original air date, February 11th, 1993. I was one month and 22 days old, mm. and if you're looking at TV Guide that night, you are going to see... When an eavesdropping college reporter mistakenly prints that Jerry and his pal George are intimate, longtime companions, Jerry vainly works overtime to prove his straightness. Mm, I, I, I feel like these last few descriptions have been like just five words too long. And this one's particularly bad because I don't, I don't agree with it. But we'll, we'll get to that. Hopefully, it, we'll, we'll have time for it. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into it a bit because I mean, it's not like he's very toxic about it, right? Yeah, and, and the description almost implies like, oh yeah, he goes to toxic lengths yeah, to yeah. prove his to prove his masculinity. Exactly, and it, and it and it doesn't even get printed until much later in the episode. Yeah. So I hate that they put that. We'll 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 get there. We'll okay. get there. We'll, we can come up. This is going to be easy. This is going to be easy. Sometimes it's tough, and we're like, yeah, I don't know. George does. <laughs> Forget uh, it. I give up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it starts with a stand-up <laughs> bit, like we always do. This is about birthdays and why people make a big deal at them. Who cares? All you did was not die for twelve months. Which I really like that line. Yeah. yeah this isn't so bad. This was, this is one of those. that's just short enough. It's just funny and relatable enough. He talks about. Uh, I guess there used to be something in the paper where they would mention who all had your birthday. Oh uh, yeah. And it was always a weird. He says, it's, you know, those astrology things where they show people who share that birthday that day. I guess they used to, used to print in the paper. I don't know. Go find a newspaper. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, it was always a weird grouping of people. I even I didn't even know what he said. I think my Hulu cut out at this point. I didn't care to go back, but it's three weird names. Did you write them down or anything? I didn't. One was like the Prophet Muhammad might have been in there or something like that. Or maybe Gandhi, he says. And anyway, it's just three weird people. And I agree. I mean, but that's just the law of averages. Who's the most interesting person that shares your birthday that you know of? Uh, I honestly really? can't tell huh. you. I, I have no idea. I know Grace shares a birthday with Dave Grohl. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know who has my birthday. Well, I'll have to look it up. You got some homework. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I've always liked that I share a birthday with Debbie Harry from, from Blondie. I always thought cool. that was cool. Okay. Oh, and Princess Diana and I also shared a birthday. Oh, and I think... No, I think Lindsay Lohan's the day after mine, but I always <laughs> notice that. So, um, all right. So we open in George's car, and a woman is yelling, "I don't want to live anymore." Yeah, uh, okay. Because George is breaking up with her, and just what a hilarious reaction from George because of me. <laughs> like she's like saying that she can't live without him. She doesn't want to live without him. She can't, you know, she doesn't want to break up. Obviously, and he's like. It's it's me. You're doing this over me. I'm yeah. Not, you know. Yeah, he says like I'm nothing. There's many many better men than me, <laughs> which is true. I mean, we're we're all on George's side here. We're like, don't do this over George. But we just, just that, talk about self awareness. Like, yeah, don't get all this worked up over me. I'm I'm awful. I'm the worst. You know. Um, and so then at monks later, we find out that George couldn't go through with this breakup that he was going through. Uh, you know, what am, what am I supposed to do? She's you know. Yeah, he, she, to kill herself. Yeah, and uh, I loved Elaine's uh, just aside here. She's yeah. like, she's just laughing, and she's like, over you. Yeah, and then he's insulted <laughs> by it because yeah. it's one of those things you can say it about yourself, but but, but the second someone says it about you, it's, it's like, yeah. hey, 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 no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm allowed to joke about myself. Exactly. That's the that's the, <laughs> the yin and yang, the two sides of the self deprecating humor. Oh coin, yeah, you know. I yeah, mean. like I can say how much I suck at this, exactly. but the second you say how much I suck, I'm coming. <laughs> after you yeah 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 uh and so jerry gets on the or jerry is on the phone at this point uh he's trying to get a hold of a, a paper someone who's writing for the uh nyu yeah. newspaper sharon leonard yeah he was going to meet up with her and he's yeah. calling her to see where she is she's not amongst yet apparently and george uh is uh, back at the table talking to elaine and saying he got jerry for his birthday got tickets to go see guys and dolls on broadway yeah yeah uh, okay w when has jerry ever expressed interest <laughs> In going to a Broadway show. Well, I mean, think about it. It's kind of right up his alley. Guys and Dolls, first of all, is a Broadway musical from like the 1940s. <laughs> he probably knows the entire book. That's true. I he, mean, it, he probably knows like <laughs> the, the original. He probably knows yeah. the score by heart. Oh, it's got a lot of great songs. Luck Be a Lady is from <laughs> Guys and Dolls. Um, 
the devil will drag you under that's a good one uh yeah there, there's a there's a couple good tunes from there that i'm sure jerry knows uh and so and elaine got him a two-line phone yeah so su- both very super great. 90s yeah. thing yeah yeah definitely i got a lot of questions too about this two-line phone that we'll get to in a second okay uh so the reporter's never seen jerry and jerry's never seen the reporter he's probably doesn't know who i am never been to a comedy club in her life she just wants to write about did Jerry go to NYU, do you think? Is that why the uh, paper wants to write about him? I was trying to figure out... I, I don't know. I mean, it is just a local university, and he is yeah, a, a locally-based, like, big yeah, comedian. Yeah, but so, it's also I'm NYU. I mean, to say that's a local university, it's not like Queens College or something like that. I, I, I wouldn't be su- surprised if Jerry went there, but, but yeah, it is just a university paper. But it is in New York City. I mean, it's NYU. It's true. Like Franco taught there, for crying out loud, right? Isn't that where James Franco was, was I, teaching at some I, point? I don't know, or but like I, I mean, probably. Or something. Yeah, anyway. It's, I, I, I can't see him uh, teaching at a, a, a college upstate. Yeah, and also, I don't know if Jerry... The, no one's ever said that Jerry went to college. Yeah. You know, like he's a comedian. Why would you need to? You could be worldly and know... And, but Jerry doesn't know things. That's what... Elena said that about him. Like, you're, you know all you know about is Nick at night or something. Remember when he said, when she said that, like surely oh, if he'd been yeah. to college, he would be bookish at least a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe I <laughs> um, guess he didn't go to college, but it's weird, but you're right. Maybe it's just like, Hey, a, a, a New York city comedians writing a New York city, but she doesn't seem to know about the pilot. I don't know why they're writing about him. I just can't figure it out. But, I don't know. But, and Jerry doesn't seem to either to, to tell the truth. No, kind of like, I don't know, but like talking about like how she, how Sharon Leonard doesn't know who Jerry yeah. is. Uh, Elaine just has the line. Got to kind of envy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Elaine asks, who do you think is the most unattractive world leader of all time? In other words, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they've had, they have a ton of conversations like that, though, that, you know, that I always like. And so this is, this is just how they come up. Uh, Jerry says Brezhnev, who I don't know who that is. Nope. Uh, Elaine says De Gaulle, which I'm kind of shocked at. He seemed uh, I, thinking of when I picture Charles De Gaulle in my head. I'm I, like, I don't know what De Gaulle like an attractive looks like. Frenchman. I think he'd have a little mustache. I, I picture I guess I just picture um. The guy from the Pink Panther, not the Steve <laughs> Martin version, the actual good version from back uh, in the day. But, but I mean, it, it's almost like Jerry and George agree with what you're saying because they say Lyndon Johnson was uglier than De Gaulle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's who George kind of picks. And, and Lyndon Johnson's not wasn't an ugly dude. No, nah, just old, just yeah. an old white guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just not, not any less. But considering he came right after Kennedy, I mean, you were you were fighting an <laughs> uphill battle there. Um, so then they notice that there's someone dropping eaves on him. Uh, Elaine says, Hey, you see the, the, the woman behind us is eavesdropping. And so Elaine starts messing with him. Uh, and st- I think this is the first thing she says. So you two are homosexual. So what? Uh, yeah. To, to that effect. She's just like, you should just come out of the yeah, closet just- and be openly gay already. And, and she gives the, the smirk as they're like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Mike, that, that, that's the first thing she <laughs> thought know, of. That's the funny thing. but That's the that's the funny thing from Elaine, the super progressive character. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, who's been to a gay wedding, we know already. Yes. Um, and, but, and George, anyway, starts playing along. He's all in. He's very funny about it. You know, he, he wants in on the joke. Jerry is not. He's just staring at those two like, grow up. I am not, I'm not going to be a part of this. I mean, he, he said that people already think that he's gay because, yeah, yeah. because he, he's single, he's thin and he's neat. Yeah. Uh, and Elaine <laughs> says, and you get along with women. People, she was like, people have asked me about that. Wh- about wh- which George calls his disqualified. He's yeah, like, yeah, well, <laughs> I, guess, I, guess that's why I'm out or something. Yeah. yeah or I, I don't have to worry about it. Something yeah. like that. And well, it turns out we find out the audience finds out that the eavesdropper is the NYU reporter. She goes to use the payphone and calls Jerry's apartment and goes, yes. well, I'm here amongst and you're not here. So I don't know. I guess we'll hook up some other time. Which at that point, I didn't know if you uh, saw, but Jerry goes into the bathroom and George follows him. Yeah, the, right then. Well, yeah. Which because Jerry says, I got to go use the restroom. And George says, I'll come with you, yeah. which is not a thing that men do. No, even uh, and if you it's, have ne- to it's go. never been a thing that I do, at least. Yeah. Uh, have you ever like no. followed? someone into the bathroom like even if i have to go like in I'm a like, group of friends or something right no even if i have to go i'm like oh wait till you get back yeah yeah I, I've, I've never going, uh, i, don't I mean maybe if i'm at like a, a sporting event yeah. and like i'm with family or something all yeah. and we just happen to both go at the same time mm-hmm. but never like if i'm sitting on a table and I'll someone's like yeah i'll go I'll, i gotta go to the restroom oh i'll go with you yeah oh you know what it turns out i have to no. go too i think yeah i just realized no I don't, if but, that happens to me i'll be like oh yeah i'll, I'll go when you come yes, back just like you exactly. said exactly uh, but they pass the reporter on the way and they both get a great look at each other they both like, yes. take note of each other yes back in jerry's apartment George comes in and he's like, I got a great name if I ever do porn. And Jerry guesses it immediately. He says, Buck Naked. He's like, How did you know? He's like, You told me last <laughs> week. 
<laughs> just so dumb. Jerry, George thinks of one joke. No, not last week, two months ago. Uh, two months ago. Yeah, so a long time ago. George thinks of one joke, and he tells it over and over again, honestly. <laughs> George asked about his shirt. His girlfriend got it for him. The, you know, this, the one. What's yeah. her name, Allison? A- yeah, we learned okay. her name is Allison. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know about it, whatever. Yeah. He, he, George hates it. He's saying that, I guess I just have to wait for her to die now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because he's like, how are you going to get out of this? The relationship and the shirt, really. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to have to wear this until she dies. <laughs> and that's how long we'll be in the relationship. So the NYU reporter, um, and Jerry is, by the way, kind of like, doesn't care about the shirt. He's like, it's fine. Whatever. It's a yeah. fine shirt. Whatever. Which, did you catch this? Uh, Sharon, the NYU reporter, buzzes up. They're like, hey, yeah, it's Sharon Leonard from NYU. Okay, come up. Yeah. She's up immediately. <laughs> It like, doesn't take very long. It doesn't yeah. take long at all. It doesn't take nearly like the time that it takes like Elaine yeah. or anybody else to get up into the building, which is a couple of minutes. She yeah. buzzes up. Jer- Jerry turns to what George, says, on the says one thing, yeah. and then she's at the door. Yeah, yeah. Is he on the sixth floor? He's like 6B or something, Is that right? what it is? So I, think that's what, okay. I think that's what that means. Okay, yeah, so yeah. she has to come into the lobby, yeah. into the elevator, take the elevator ride up the hallway to his Unless door. Unless it's a walk-up. And, I think it's just a walk-up. I think it's stairs, right? It might just be stairs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So she does that in 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah very quickly. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, remember there, were the, there was the occasion where those guys fell down the stairs when they were fighting. That's right. Um, yeah. But now and we've maybe, never heard any mention of an elevator. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think he's in a walk-up. She's coming to do the interview. She's doing the interview there. Um, Jerry and uh, George and I are writing a pilot. Uh, and she says, oh, you also work together. Yeah. There's uh, a flash when she opens the door. Jerry's like, oh, there's he yeah, looks she, familiar. We never met. She's like, no, uh, yeah, I don't think so. She, yeah, she's nervous like uh, when when she gets in, but she's trying to piece together how she knows him because they, they I both. I think she realizes it right away. I, I don't think she realized it until because, she saw George. Yeah, because, maybe. Because, because it was like, I know your face. And then she sees George and she's like. Oh, yeah. she doesn't like do that, but yeah. I kind of, I kind of picked up on that. I, to me, Jerry, like, do, Jerry doesn't get it yeah. at all, and George, of course, doesn't either. No. But I got it that when he opens the door, she's like, "Oh, that guy I was eavesdropping on." She can't say anything because she was overhearing something. Yeah, um, and but she just like she just assumes right away, and uh-huh. so I love that. Like you know, George and I are writing a pilot together, uh, and she's like, "Oh, so you you also work together?" Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to. Well, you also you, what, also in addition to what? She in addition said to anything? Yeah, yet. yeah. But did you also catch? Uh, she sets her tape recorder down, and George, George is like, "Oh, yeah. I hate hearing my t- my voice on tape. It it sounds so high and whiny." Yeah, and he kind of flails his arms around <laughs> in a limp wristedly way. Yeah, um, George is complaining. He's like, "Jerry, did you wash this pair?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it, uh, yeah, it's washed because like, it doesn't look washed. Just, like, just a ve- then wash it. Just a very trivial yeah. arguing like an old married couple thing. And, and George is like, do you hear the way he talks to me? And, and, then, and then she says, you should hear the way my boyfriend talks, talks to, to me. me. Like, real, emphasis- real emphasis on my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you should hear the way my boyfriend talks to me. Yeah, it's like, so now we've got two. And Jerry... Every time she does yeah, that, Jerry, Jerry kind of like looks. And even at this point, Jerry's like, what? Yeah. He says what? Yeah, yeah. And thinking like it's going <laughs> to click right there. And then it still doesn't click. Yeah, it still goes on. And Jerry's picking it up. And George is now talking about his shirt. And he's like, Jerry didn't like it. You know, and, and starts talking about how. And, and then Jerry's like, I didn't say I didn't like it. He's like, you said something. You know, I could tell you didn't like yeah. it or something like that. And, and then uh, they're just uh, bickering. Yeah, They're bickering back and forth. But Sharon then asks, so how did you guys meet? And George says, or, or no, Jerry says, we met in the gym locker room. Yeah, yeah gym locker room. Yeah. yeah, and George says, well, actually, it was when we were younger. It was in gym class. Uh, Jerry was spotting me when I was climbing the rope. I fell, fell right onto Jerry's head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my, uh, my, what does he say? My thighs were burning or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And something Jerry, like, like that. Jerry is, is sort of in and out of his little flash of realization because <laughs> he's like, you know, like, for instance, after she said the way my boyfriend talks to me, he's like, what? And then they move on to the next yeah. thing. He's like, she, oh, I guess it's nothing. Yeah. She yeah. asks if they live together. Yeah. They still don't pick up on <laughs> yeah. it. Like, no, we have our own places. I got my own place. Yeah, and she like, asks if their parents know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> when Jerry puts the pieces together immediately. And George is like, oh, my parents are oblivious. They don't know. What, they don't know nothing. <laughs> but Jerry's like, oh, my gosh, you're the eavesdropper. Yeah. And that's and, and she, he realized. Yeah, she get she gets up to leave. She tries to book immediately, which is like a huge like 
no-no in journalistic I would ethics. I think so. Yeah, it's like well, she all, she got her scoop and now she's gone. I, I mean, maybe if you're like working for TMZ or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like too late, gotcha. But it's like, no, sit around. You, you work for the NYU student paper. Yeah, once you get what this you need. This is not you news. Yeah, you don't yeah. run out like, oh, I gotta go. I, I mean, hey, maybe they have a gossip column and it's never, it, <laughs> it's never clarified if she's like an editorial writer or a gossip writer. Yeah, but I, I can't imagine that they would write because Jerry Seinfeld's not a huge he's been on Tonight Show he's writing a pilot he's not whatever Eddie Murphy at this point True, in the 90s but he or, also or Dice does, or whatever he also does live a very private life and yeah. that's gonna bring up questions I guess yeah, I, I, I don't know what she, I don't know what the article was about still but she tries to escape uh-huh. and you know th- this is the first time when, when they're trying to explain we're not we're not gay not that there's anything wrong with that. Is that the line you were talking about last yes, week? That, that's a, that's yeah. the key line. This is a very famous catchphrase. Not that which, there's anything wrong which with that. I know you were asking me last week if I've ever heard of it. Uh, yeah. I didn't know the context of it, but I've definitely heard it. Okay. And I've definitely said this before, not knowing the context yeah. of it. Yeah. So you mean you've said it before as a reference... Or you mean you've said it before? Seriously, S- seriously, oh, okay, like yeah. ne- never like but in reference was, to the episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, but that shows how much it's become part of like but the, did you the know pop you culture were, lexicon. I didn't want to say as a joke, but you said it as a joke. N- no, like I'll, I'll say like something like uh, like I'll, I'll say something like. And then just say, not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, okay, okay. J- just part of my vocabulary, Got part of part it, of okay. my part of my. Um, so it is a reference, but you didn't know re- it. Repertoire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that the right word? Right. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but not knowing that it was a reference to an episode of Seinfeld. But you knew it was a reference. You knew it, it was. I didn't know it was said. a reference. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. But did you say? I mean, they're not saying it as a joke. They're saying it. But the fact that it, it's a running gag through the... It's not a joke in the context of the yeah. show, but it's a joke it's, it's in like the context saying, that it is a television it's like show. S- it's like someone saying the word embiggen in... Right, right, right. They, they, yeah. they, they could know the word, but they might not know. Yeah, it's a fake word made up by the Simpsons. Yeah. Would you say it like this? Um, he's a Nickelback fan. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, you know, like, I, I could say something like that. That totally be something I would say when I was thirteen. Right. So that's a jo- like that's a joking way to say it. In the, but and they're not saying it a joking way. But if if someone was to say <laughs> it that way, I would say, oh, that's a reference to Seinfeld saying it. You know what I mean? Yes, but because I, oh, I they want to make sure it's it's an interesting. You know, they want to make sure that they don't want to be anyone to think that they're gay. But they also don't want anyone to think to say that there's that anything wrong with being gay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, not that there's anything wrong with that became sort of that <laughs> that sort of clarion call for anything that you don't want to make. You're not making a value judgment. Exactly. Like, oh, he likes Nickelback. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying I'm not making. I'm, a I'm value not saying judgment. Nickelback is awful. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a way to get out of making. Although Nickelback value. is pretty awful. Nickelback's bad. It was probably yeah. a bad example. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, it's it's in that way that like, like I want to make ugh, sure people he's a know. Sam Smith fan. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I like Sam Smith. <laughs> I'm not making a yeah like it's your way of saying I'm not making a value judgment about the, yeah. their lifestyle, whether it's Nickelback fan or homosexuality. Yeah. Or actually, th- this could be something that I could definitely tell Grace, and this is uh, uh, this applies to my life. I could yeah. say, ugh, they're wrestling fans. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, right. Because I'm a fan of wrestling, but there's fans of wrestling, and then there's wrestling fans. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know what gotcha. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or how about, like, uh, yeah, bad, f- I mean, we might we could talk for about bad fandoms, but yes. I know you told me that, like, you'd like Rick and Morty a whole lot more if it wasn't for Rick and Morty fans. Yes, I remember there yes. was, like, a huge Rick and Morty event, and you're like, nah, there's probably going to be Rick and Morty fans there. <laughs> and you had no idea what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about at first. No. I had to explain it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love what George does right here. He's like, you want to have sex right now? You want to have sex right now? Let's go, baby! <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, that would prove it once and for all, you know? Um, and m- meanwhile, Kramer walks in right as George yeah, is like the, hyperventilating. They're all supposed to go for a steam. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready to go? We're going to go for a steam. And they're like, no, it's no like, steam. We're not going to. And Kramer's like, I don't want to sit alone naked by myself. <laughs> Fade to Jerry and Elaine in the apartment later. And Jerry is blaming Elaine for her dumb eavesdropping prank. Oh, and and that, that whole thing. Meanwhile, Kramer comes in with his birthday gift. And I kind of like this because it's early. And yes. Jerry and he's like he's he's confident that he has the correct birth date and Jerry does not know his own birthday. But I like Jerry going, oh, maybe he's right. Maybe it is my birthday. Uh, and so he opens up the present and it's a two line phone, uh, which is great because Elaine already got a two line phone. So she mm-hmm. leaves because she says she has to return something. Which did you catch um, what 
and I mean, we can get into this later, but it doesn't come up really in the episode again. It comes up a total of three times, but never to like a plot point. Why? What was the big deal about Elaine taking her coat off? I don't know. What I, I thought of this before. I forgot it came up at the beginning of this scene. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's like, why don't you take your coat off? No, I don't want to. I'm like, okay, so yeah. that, that's going to build to something, right? But it doesn't. It We're- does kind of lead to her meeting with the NYU reporter, right? Maybe we can hit it again. It, it does, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that okay. in, in a second. But I was just thinking, is this where uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is pregnant again? I don't think so. Okay. Unless this episode was filmed really early because the fact that she's been in all the episodes, that's why she wasn't in a couple of the earlier ones where they were covered up or they were, you know, shots. Yeah, the that, yeah that's where she that's why she wasn't yeah. in the very beginning of season. Four. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think this one was filmed earlier, but maybe maybe it was. But I, I don't know either that or it is. We, we can explore what exactly happens with the jacket, uh, you know, later on when it when it because be, it does come back up. But again, like you said, not it doesn't drive anything forward too much unless unless we've forgotten about something. But um, Kramer wants to receive the maiden phone call uh-huh. on Jerry's new two line phone. And as he does that, Sharon's on the other line, and uh, so yeah, he, she she gets the first like second line yeah, call. Yeah. Which okay, let me talk about this now. I thought with a two line phone, don't you need two lines, like two different phone numbers? <laughs> All this appears to be doing is switching back and forth between Jerry's call waiting, not two lines. Like, I don't know. I think with a two-line phone... You need two phone numbers. Like your office phone and has all those lines. Like, oh, line one, line two, line three, whatever. Those are all different phone numbers. I mean, That I, may go through one number, potentially. I think it all goes through one number. Yeah. It, can be, it can be multiple lines but on the same number. Didn't you need to, wouldn't you need to sign up for a service through the phone company? Especially in 1992 or three. In 92 or 93, you would uh, need, potentially. Yeah. But so the fact in 2019, he, I don't yeah. think so. Well, I'm looking at our radio station phone right now. This is one number that comes through on six different lines on six different lines but each one of those lines does have a different number they just all feed into they can all be reached by dialing the one same number. number the same number yeah. yeah but they all ha- they all do have their own extension or whatever not extension that's the wrong number interchange whatever um uh, whatever word i'm looking for like they have a full I, I know i know what you mean i don't know the word yeah though. they have a full seven digit phone number attached to them but you can reach them all with the same seven digits you know yes. what i'm saying yeah um but so maybe that's what it was, but I would imagine he would need to call and say, I have a two line phone now. Can I get the two line service or whatever? Because w- did you ever have a phone with call waiting? You had to like hang up. You had to, not, like, not until like I got a, a smartphone. Yeah. You had to like yeah. hang up and pick it up really quickly in order to switch to the other phone on a la- to the, uh, the other line on a landline. That seems to be all he's doing going he's back. Ju- between he's just one switching and two. like between call and wait. Yeah. Call waiting. It seems yeah. like just call waiting. So two line phone to me seems like kind of a misnomer. Yeah. But um, well, we, anyway, yeah. uh, Sharon calls him and says that she's not going to play up the angle in the paper, which, yeah. which is great news to Jerry. Yes. And even though he has a, a two line phone, he hangs up on Kramer to take the call from yeah. Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets gets a call from George. Everyone's calling him right now. Yeah. Uh, so he puts George on the other line, but really he's just putting Sharon on hold. So, yes. so he's taking George's call right. saying, hey, great news. I just heard from Sharon. She's not going to run the story uh, about us being gay. Yeah. I, I guess she thinks we're heterosexual. I guess we fooled yes, her. we fooled her. Yeah. And then he switches back to Sharon and Sharon's gone. He's like, Sharon, hello. <laughs> and then he switches back to George and George could hear what he was saying on the other line. Yes. They both start panicking. So he calls Kramer back. Yeah. Trying trying to put, he puts George on hold and he yeah. calls Kramer back saying, Kramer, hold on. There's a problem with the phone. Switches back to George. And George says, Kramer, hold on. There's, there's a, a problem, problem with, with the phone. phone. Yeah. And Jerry's like, oh no. Oh no. She's going to think we're gay. <laughs> oh, there's anything wrong with that. Uh, and George says on the other line, he's like, no, people's sexual preferences are business. Yeah. Are, are, are nobody's business but their own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, there's always like a little bit of something after like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, and I like that. Of course not. Sharon's dorm at NYU. Elaine is there to, um, I guess, you know, plead Jerry and George's case as well. Yeah. Because it was kind of her fault. She was the one who was, you know, playing mm-hmm. the prank. And again, won't take her coat. And, and Sharon's like, oh, you want to take your coat off? Again, someone who wants to make Elaine take her coat off. Yeah. Maybe it's an expensive coat. I mean, that doesn't come up, but, you know, maybe we know she wants people to notice her expensive things from the shoes episode. So um, at Monk's, Elaine says she refused to take off her coat and and Sharon forcibly tried to remove it. Yeah. Uh, But uh, she she says, so you don't. What was this? That was Jerry saying 
And now, uh, oh yeah, Jerry says so. You don't take your coat off, and now everybody thinks I'm gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He says everybody at NYU thinks I'm gay. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Meanwhile, now George is time to give his gift to Jerry, which of course, as we know, is (laughs) two tickets to Guys and Dolls, and he makes sure to say, "I'm going to go with you." And Jerry's like, isn't "Isn't that that a a lavish Broadway musical? (laughs) And George says, "It's Guys and Dolls, not Guys and Guys." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Jerry's like, "Okay, Guys and Dolls, thank you very much." And then. By the way, okay, this is where I, I was like, I want to look up what was Guys and Dolls even playing on Broadway in 1992, and it was. Oh, was it? Guys and Dolls was in the middle of a very, like, at the very beginning, rather, a, the beginning of a very popular revival of the show. Oh, okay. Starring Nathan Lane and Peter Gallagher. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, hey, you, you can't, if you're trying to definitely confirm your heterosexuality, <laughs> you go see Guys and Dolls starring, starring Nathan, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane, exactly. And by the way, keep in mind, I didn't know Nathan's Lane until 1994, Nathan Lane's name until 94 when he was in The Lion King. This is 1992. So I he was still I, just Mr. Broadway star. I didn't know Nathan Lane's name until he was in Mouse Hunt. Nice. <laughs> Which was right after The Lion King, I want to say. <laughs> I want to say that was pretty soon after. Uh, but the, the, the show ran until 1995. From 92 to 95. Oh, wow, that's a good run. Yeah, almost 1,200 Jeez. performances. Wow. And it won four Tonys. Was nominated for eight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's this a- was a... It's a pretty successful run. These are great tickets. Yeah. These are great tickets. You yeah. might as well get someone Hamilton tickets. Bingo. This yeah. is probably the Hamilton of 92. I mean, it was it won Best Revival. It won a Best uh, Actor Tony or Best... Something like yeah. that. I mean, it well, was... Actually, it was I'm trying to think. Uh, if we want to go like the, the, the status level of yeah. show... Because uh, Jerry's like, isn't that a lavish Broadway yeah. musical? Probably getting someone tickets to Kinky Boots. Yeah, or, or something else that's being revived at this point. Because mm, is Kinky Boots true. still playing? I mean, you, you'd have to get yeah. them tickets to... I, I, I don't even know what's being revived right now, but something that is... Something that's from the 19... Like Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, there's a big production of Oklahoma that's huge right now. I, I saw that on the last Tonys. Mm, Not that there's okay. anything wrong with that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've sort of redone... They've redone Oklahoma. I was watching the Tonys. What can I say? Not that there's anything wrong with Not that. Not there's anything wrong with that. Oklahoma, I like musical theater. I would say that. I think that's kind of a hot revival ticket right now. So, if you got them tickets to the new version of Oklahoma, I don't think there's anyone big in it, but Broadway yeah, stars. Are di- like, Nathan Lane was just a Broadway star at this point, And now he's... Nathan, Mr. Nathan Lane. Yeah. Uh, so Elaine's gift, not a two-line phone anymore. It's a Bette Midler CD, the, the best the, of Bette Midler. The, the collected works, the collected of, Bette works Midler. of Bette Midler. Which looks like it was just a clear case. It looks like a, a rented DVD case. Yeah. And it's just like a single CD. It looks like something she stole really so quickly. this is, yeah, it does. Or, or got from like a dollar store. Did you ever buy CDs in a long box like this? I have not. No. Okay. Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. Yeah, I thought you were just thinking or, or whatever. Or you did or you were kind of amazed. I was ready for you to do a spit take. Like that's how they used to sell CDs. But yes, that's how they used to sell CDs in this. I've, this... I've seen them. I've oh, seen, you've seen I've that. seen them at like Walmart or Target. Uh, because okay, like, so they... like Walmart always seems to have like the thirty six album Garth Brooks collection or and something. And that's in a long yeah, but even even single CDs used to be sold in this big cardboard thing. And even the cardboard itself would sometimes have album art on it, um, like the really cool CDs would do that. And you'd, you'd unwrap the plastic wrap, and then the, you'd take it out of the cardboard. And sometimes even underneath the cardboard, there was a bit of plastic, too. Oh, man, they uh, under, were very all of that, under all of that, was it just a regular a jewel CD? Case. Yes, just a regular jewel case, yes. Like, like, like a, a traditional CD case or the really thin no, no, CD case? No, no, traditional, traditional. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then what's the point? They were all sold like that. Here's what I think the point was. Um, I think it was that music stores were selling albums for so long, they didn't want to replace their racks. And so when CDs came out... They had to have something that would oh. put the, the, the CD itself at le- a level that wouldn't be covered up by the by the case by the maybe by the, by yeah, the that's smart case. that's smart yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that but people were like this is wasting a lot of it's plastic so and wasteful. paper and it's it's for something you throw out immediately <laughs> yeah and no one in '93 was like recycling the way they yeah, are no today one was thinking about that no. until much later and they were like can we stop putting them in these long. <laughs> boxes it's just one cd but i think that's why they did it back in the day because the stores were like we're not getting new cases so music yeah. distributors you figure it out and, they, uh-huh. and that was their solution i think that's my that's just my hypothesis i don't really know why they sold them and things like that i mean it's a smart yeah. smart uh 
uh, hypothesis. The theory, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a smart that, theory. That's just my guess, but um, that, well, I recognize it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but collected works of Bette Midler, yeah. very on-brand for Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> totally. Obviously, I mean, Elaine knows. Elaine yeah. knows him. And he's, she's like, so she's even like, don't you like Bette Midler? He's like, yeah, I... I know a couple I, of songs, I, I guess. do, yeah. I mean, but it's, it's <laughs> kind of gay, you know? It's like, it's, it's, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. But it's an artist that, yeah, has a large gay following. And so Jerry is very self-conscious now. There's mm-hmm. there's a great use N- of that N- word. Now, now, that it's, uh, now that it's coming out and he's worried yeah. that people might think that he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, meanwhile, speaking of which, two guys at the lunch counter there, monks are like kind of talking oh, to each yeah. other and pointing at Jerry and yeah, they're very clearly like pointing yeah, yeah. at Jerry. They point at a newspaper they're reading, then they point at Jerry like, and talk yeah, to each other. That, that that's him and he, right there goes, as I'm pointing yeah. to him. He goes over there and Ugh. the New York Post has printed the NYU story. The Associated Press oh, picked it up. Oh god, yeah. The AP so, has picked so up. So it's going to yeah. be in every paper yeah. through the country. And he's like, "I've been outed. I wasn't even in. <laughs> there's anything wrong with that." Uh, so another great now that there's anything wrong with that. We should have been counting at this point. This is easily like four um, or fourth or Actually, fifth. I did. did? I, I think I wrote down like each one. Let me see. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was three. Not I there's think anything the first one was not until she's in the apartment. Okay. So I think the first one was, we're not gay. Now that there's anything wrong with that. So this and is. And then when George is on the phone, that's two. And then. Oh, there's anything wrong with that? Now we're then. This is only three. Mont- wow, it yeah, feels like a lot yeah, more than that. Yeah, so this is this is only only the third, and now that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was four already, but yes. that was that's only three, which makes we're gonna sense get a lot more. We're gonna it, get a lot more. Three. I I wish they would have done it more sparingly because yeah. I mean I'm sure you know uh, things are funniest in like the rule of thirds. Yeah. And then they, there's like seven of these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if, if they like. If they only had three throughout the whole episode, or they didn't do it at all again after the commercial break, right? I think it would have been a lot funnier, but also I don't think it would have the same cultural impact. Yeah, it wouldn't have stuck. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I like that they, you know, he. We've already covered why they're saying it. They don't want to seem homophobic, exactly. but they also don't want to seem homosexual. In Jerry's apartment, they're reading the rest of the article. Kramer comes in. Yeah, and, and it's detailing every event, and it's very yeah. well written. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll give Sharon Leonard credit. It's Jerry very and well his written. Longtime partner maintains separate residences. Yes. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Kramer comes in and he thinks they're keeping a secret from him. He's I, like, I thought we were friends. Thought we were friends, and he's <laughs> like, Kramer, it's not true. And uh, he's he's, look, he's look like, at you. No how, long, more lies. How, how long can you keep up with this charade? You're thin, late 30s, single. Yeah. And Jerry looks at him. He's like, so are you. And Kramer just goes, yeah. <gasps> <gasps> yeah great take from Kramer. Like, blew his mind. As though he, he, he's, he, he, he's horrified yeah, yeah. That, that he might be gay. I think I, I read it more as like, <laughs> I, I know he's shocked he might be gay. He never considered he might be that's gay true. before. And he that's just true. did. I, I don't think, I don't think and it's the, the, the terror is not there. It's yeah. just, it's just the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much the same take as like, well, that's a nipple. Oh, like, it's, it's very much the same kind of take as that. Like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He's just. He's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a nipple. He's like, you're, oh. he's just he never considered it about himself. You know, Kramer isn't self aware, I uh-huh. guess, in that way. But, um, uh, but I want to stop here and say I liked your theory a couple of episodes ago that Kramer is. I'm not going to say a lot older than him, but significantly older, like maybe even in his late 40s. But the fact that he's the same age as them. I, I, I don't know. This is the first time I've ever really noticed it established, but I was True. like, he does seem like kind of like a weird old man that was across that someone they'd even consider old living across the way. Yeah. But well, um, we, we've, we established like in the very early episodes that Jerry was what, like 36, something like that. So yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely see Jerry being like 39 by now. Cause, yeah. it, cause uh, I, I think three years has passed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I guess, so, but Kramer, I guess, I guess there's, no, there's no wiggle room for Kramer to still be in his late 30s no. and still be older than Jerry, yeah. maybe by a few months. Right, right. Uh, but I always considered it a significant amount, and I don't mean like 60, I mean like I de- 45. I, def- I definitely thought he was at least like four or five years older than yeah, Jerry yeah, Jerry yeah, and yeah, everyone totally. else. Uh, uh, yeah, which is uh, which I think is significant, you know, yeah. like to but him. But hey, if, like, if he's in his late 30s, I, yeah. I guess. Um, and Jerry's mom calls, meanwhile. And then George answers the phone, yeah, by the way, <laughs> he, he freaks out um, and about his mom knowing now he's like, my mom, which he totally forgot yeah. about. Like, it's just slow. It's just coming in waves to George of like, who all is reading yeah. the paper and who all knows now. But 
Uh, you, you hear more. Actually, we we get a scene with Morty and Jerry's mom. What is Jerry's mom's name? Do you remember? We always forget, don't we? I I'll, all I remember is Morty. Morty and no, I don't remember. Okay, but Morty and Jerry's mom, and Morty is telling Jerry's mom, "It's those damn culottes you made him wear when he was five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they weren't. They were short. So like, you got him from the girls' section. It looked like he was wearing At, a skirt on accident. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then one of them throws in, not that there's anything wrong with that. I think it's Morty, right? Did, did Morty throw in another? Yeah, is there anything he, wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, not that man. there's anything wrong with that. So that's four. So that's four. Right? No, that's five. I'm sorry. No, that's four. That's, that's four. four. Uh, so then we're, we're in the hospital. With George's mom is still there, huh? Well, I think, I don't know, because I she was like, I fell right off the toilet when I was reading the paper. Did that happen at home? And she's back in the hospital? Or was she in the hospital? I feel like it would have been a bigger plot point if she had to go back to the hospital. Because she was like, my back went out again. Again. like that. And so I'm like, did that mean that she was home? I don't know if she's still the hospital or if she's Because in the last back. episode, she was. Because George was like, we, you know, I, George mentions that to Elaine. My mom's in the hospital. She's like, yeah, you put her there when she caught you. He's like, never mind why she's there. She's in the hospital. So by the last episode, <laughs> I would venture to say that she was still in the hospital. I think she's still yeah. in the hospital. But she hurt herself at the hospital. Then that means she fell off the toilet. Yeah. And they, the nurses had it, to come in and get her. I was half naked. Yeah. Which I, I, I went back and looked. The yeah. contest is when she went in there, and yeah. which aired on November 18th. <laughs> so in real, time, in real time, in real time, it's been three four yeah. months yeah. in showtime it's been six or seven episodes yeah that's a it's a good stretch <laughs> of time this is gonna be an expensive hospital bill and she's like jerry i can see not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> about jerry that's five that's five that's right five there, right? Yeah. yes um, um the male nurse comes oh, in oh yeah this hot male nurse and <laughs> it, it looks like he's coming over to what's george's mom's name oh dang it estelle estelle yeah. it looks like he's coming over to estelle but goes through the curtain yeah and uh, it's like, a replay of it's a replay of what happened in the contest yeah and he's yeah. like god it's time for your sponge bath <laughs> it's 6 30 oh, is it 6 30 already <laughs> i must have fallen asleep here let me help that. Oh, let me help you off with shot that. for shot <laughs> diet line for line it's incredible yeah and, uh, and george's He's staring, staring, really exploring his feelings. And, I feel like, yeah. And Estelle is just like George. <laughs> are you even listening to me? He, she doesn't see that he's staring like through the curtain. Yeah, but but uh, she's like, are you even listening to me? And the shot on George is like he, he's trying to. He's thinking. He's questioning yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. He wants to look away, but also he wants to. He's like, well, this was turning me on before in a way, <laughs> and now just you know, it's it's guys like he's really. <laughs> Searching his feelings, I feel like at this point, uh, watching watching them take a bath. Which uh, al- yeah. also he he tries to Estelle is like, wait, I want you to tell me the truth. And George is like, okay, fine, I'm buck naked. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. Uh, I think he's. I think she even says like, you could be making porno movies or something like that. He's like, yeah, I'm buck naked. Um, but so <laughs> wait, at, I don't think she gets it. Yeah, no. At Monk's now, uh, a serviceman, a marine, uh, comes up to Jerry mm. and says he was inspired by Jerry to come out, even though that oh, might be discharged yeah. from the service. And Jerry's oh. like, uh, he's like, he's like, I just want to thank you. And as he's leaving, Jerry's like, no, oh. <laughs> but he, he, you know, uh, and, kind of a funny reaction. And then at that point, like Jerry and George are, are they're just really big. Yeah, yeah. George is getting super loud. Yeah. He and... doesn't want to go to go with George anymore to see guys and dolls. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And they're arguing. He's like, I try to do something nice for your birthday. And this is a thanks I get. And Jerry's like, keep your voice down. He's like, I will not. Keep my voice down. At, at which point the cook comes out. I'm yeah. assuming he's the cook. He's, he's wearing like a white yeah. apron. I think he's listed uh, as manager, but, you know, okay. probably one of uh, the same. But he says that if they can't control themselves, he's going to have to ask them to leave. Yeah. And he leans in and they really focus in on his earring. I I'm guessing so implying that he is gay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Too. Th- yeah, that's yeah. what I picked up Not on. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Th- we're, I think we're assuming a lot, but in 1993, I don't think that's assuming a lot. Only, uh, the, the way, the way yeah. the scene was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, t- he says it to them in a very knowing way. He's like, if you boys can't behave yourselves. I'm going to have to ask yeah. you to leave. And then he sort of turns and, you know, and they're it, like, well, yeah, the the way like he turns yeah. his head, but the camera doesn't move with his face. He turns it to kind of like show them that and us that earring. Yeah, to like really make sure that that's the focal point of like. 
I I guess yeah. that that was the thing in the nineties. Apparently, if someone has, if a man has an earring, oh, he's gay. Dead. Apparently, are you that young that you didn't know there was like an earring oh. code? I I, I think. I think the earring code was when I was like in third grade. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if that's the, yeah, if not younger, because I remember it going through my school to like, if a dude has an earring in his right ear, it means he's gay. If oh it's his left God. ear, he's not, or something like that. Well, it was his left ear. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so he's not gay. Not but, that there's anything also, not wrong with that. I, I thought it was like if he had both of his ears pierced. Well, that, then, of course, Ted. Yeah, but one uh, earring at least was kind of cool. And by cool, I mean straight in the 90s. And 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 so, yeah, if right meant gay, that's, it, if that's we what have, it was in my If we have school. any listeners who identify <laughs> as gay, please email us so we can try and debunk the earring code. Yeah, the, I'm sure the earring Is it real? I'm it, sure. Is it a real thing? Help help us, please. Maybe it was. My guess is it's just something that went through suburban elementary and middle schools in the 90s when George Michael was still huge <laughs> and... You know, and and famous dudes had earrings. Oh, and I'm some sure. Of them were gay. I, I, I'm sure it's not. Well, I'm sure it's a real like grade school thing, but yeah. I'm sure it's not a real actual. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Or did anyone go out and get an earring in your right ear because you are gay? Maybe it was the opposite way around. You're like, oh, I'm not fully gay unless I have an uh, earring I, in my I, right I, ear. Maybe. <laughs> no one's fully gay without a. I feel like that's um. <laughs> well, you're never fully dressed without a smile. That's what, you're never fully gay without an ear. Oh no! I feel like that's. No. I, I feel like you need to add a. Not that there's anything wrong. <laughs> not with that. that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but so then George realizes. So then it snaps into George that this may be his out, which I love. Isn't this great writing? Like. He's oh, yeah. out of the closet, but it might be his out. He, he, in the he, relationship. he stands up and screams, I'm out, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And so <laughs> out of the closet and out of the he's saying it in out of the relationship. He's saying it in both he, ways. He, I love it. It's just great. Well, writing. He's just he's only saying it as though he's out of the relationship. I don't think but so. I, I think he is. He doesn't realize like what he's saying. You think I I 100 I, yeah. percent. I think he's just saying it as though he's out of the relationship. Yeah. But it's the writing that makes it seem as though he's standing up screaming. I'm out, baby. Yeah. I'm out. This is my out. But I think like he's embracing his fake homosexuality in that instance and being excited about getting out of the you relationship think so? at the same I think simultaneously. Well, I think he's I, I totally think, I think he can be doing he's both. He's like, I am out. I am out. I, I think he can be doing both, yeah. but also not realizing what he's saying. Right, right, which right. Is, which is very George <laughs> Costanza. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the first out, if he does say it twice, means out of the closet and the second out meant out of the relationship. <laughs> Uh, so in, so cut to the car and he's told, you know, he tells oh, Allison yeah. that he's yeah, gay. She, she's, yep. re- she's reading the yeah. paper and she and goes, she has no reading comprehension skills. She apparently. goes, so yeah, well, no, I mean, she does get it, but she just doesn't think it's a big deal. He's like, don't you, didn't you read it? I'm gay. And she's like, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm steeped in gayness. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I'm gay. I'm very, yeah. very gay. Extraordinarily gay. <laughs> yeah. Steeped in gayness. Yeah. And he's like, ask Jerry. And she's like, okay, I will. <laughs> and then she's like, I want He's like, no, no, you don't have to ask Jerry. She's like, no, I want to hear it yeah. from Jerry. Yeah. Allison does not believe yeah. George. <laughs> uh, George is like, okay, yeah, ask Jerry. Ask Jerry. And Allison just basically looks at him. She's like, okay, bet. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, so in Jerry's apartment, he's making out with Sharon. Uh, and what <laughs> yeah. A great, yeah. What, what about Sharon's boyfriend? Oh my gosh, Jerry! Oh, oh Jerry! Jerry! Wow, man! Um, or, or maybe that was a lie. Oh yeah, I maybe. don't know. Yeah, or maybe they've already broken up. Maybe. In the meantime, who, who knows? Now that she's hit the big time, the Associated Press. Uh, <laughs> but I love that he's she's, like, ma- she's making that AP money. Yeah, she's like, you know, I was su- I was very attracted to you the first time. I was attracted. I was attracted to you. You remind me of Lois Lane. <laughs> awesome sign. Uh, awesome Superman rep. Oh yeah, that's we're, right. We're on a real streak now. I mean, we this are. Is like like there was no Superman episodes. magnet on the fridge this ah, episode. But there is a reference. There is there is a Lois Lane rep. George storms in with Allison. Oh and god. He tries to get Jerry to play along with his angle, which normally Jerry's fine going and, along. And with Jerry him. wants no part yeah, of it. Not this time. Yeah. And and Sharon's like, this is too weird. I'm leaving. Yeah. Jerry's like screaming out the hallway because I, I, I'm skipping a couple of things. George, what George is doing here is just. I'm dying. I'm dying laughing at this. Yeah. Because it's obviously all coming to a head. He's like, the way he's touching Jerry is yes. hilarious. He's like, he, he, he's, he's, he's like gr- grabbing like his the scalp. back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but when Sharon leaves, by the way, we do get another not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Jer- like I said, Jerry's screaming out the hallway. He's like, yeah. it's not true. It's not true. 
Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Allison is like, I want the truth from yeah. here on out. He's like, okay, I'm not gay. I'm a porno actor and my, my name, name is Buck, Buck Naked. Naked. Yeah. And she's turned on by it. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the exact Allison's opposite effect like, oh, really? that George wanted. Yeah. She, he wanted her to be so put off that he's sleeping with all these women <laughs> on all of these films. Yeah. But she's turned on by it. Yeah. And then Kramer, meanwhile, walks by the door, which is still open. Yeah. With a dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a smoking hot dude. Yeah. Coming up with Kramer. And and Kramer's being very sheepish too. He's like, "Hey, um, hey, how's uh, it going?" Hey, and then they, they leave. They go in, and he comes back. He's like, "He's the phone man." Yeah, not, not that, that there's, there's anything, anything wrong with, with that. that. So I've lost count now. Um, <laughs> that was two more. Is that seven? I think we're at seven. I think we're at seven. Yeah, I think that's um, seven. Well, here there there was three before the commercial break. Uh, there was one. Morty had one on the phone, so that was four. Yeah. Was Five there one in the, in the hospital? hospital? Yeah, and then six. What was is the one Jerry. in the hospital? Was it George saying? George, uh, George saying it? No, Jer- uh, no, Estelle saying I could see it with Jerry, but not that there's anything oh, th- wrong. Oh, that's with that right. Yet. Uh, uh, I think w- she's the one that was there. It. One more. There was one more in monks because I don't have another one in monks. Okay, maybe there was there's another, another one. one in the apartment as he's yelling at Sharon, and then there's another one with, from Kramer. So I think that's seven. That's seven. Yeah, yeah you're right. Seven. Not that there's anything oh, wrong with that. Man, that's not bad, and it's a great one to end on too. Then the stand-up routine is about. Gay stereotypes and how uh, people think Jerry's gay because he's thin, single, and, and neat. neat. Yeah, uh, and he says, and, you don't typically think of gay people as fat, sloppy, and married. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny in 92 when, like, gay marriage still wasn't, uh, you know, very... Because certainly he could be... He's saying you don't see, think about gay guys as married to women. You yes. know, he's like, I'd imagine... He was like, I don't want to play into the stereotype, but I'm going to say they're the minority in that in that community, which is kind of funny. And he's like, maybe instead of... Doing this hand motion, and he, he makes like, the motion of like a, a, a like so, someone like waving their their hand, almost as though the they're thumb imitating going up and down, almost as though they're imitating a, a limp wrist. This is more like like the, the so so motion. So, so, yeah, okay, yeah. like eh, he's a little, he's eh, a little, eh. but instead yeah. he's like maybe they should imitate. He's a little, and he imitates a vacuum. A vacuum. He's like maybe it should be ma- a vacuum. Ma- he's a little. Oh, you know, because he's, he's very clean. Yeah, very neat. Uh, so. Yeah, do you, uh, I, I mean... I liked the first stand-up much better than this one. Yeah, and but I am kind of surprised that, I mean, this episode is a lot woker than you might expect from a 1993 episode about homosexuality, yeah. right? There's yeah, yeah, very much so. Very, there's nothing very problematic with this episode, right? No, I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's us being two straight white men say, saying, no, yeah, there's nothing problematic about it. <laughs> that could very well be the case. So if, you know, if this doesn't play in 92... To, or 93 I mean if this doesn't play in 2019 I would love to hear it from people because I think we're a little too sensitive sometimes every like I'll go back and think about episodes sometimes and I'm yeah like, yeah but I think that's also we have to play up that angle because we have to have something interesting to say about these episodes you know like, <laughs> so we do have to kind of play it up and add T- to the Tim, drama Tim, you're pulling the curtain back. I know sorry stop it sorry <laughs> not to say that we don't believe what we say sometimes but I think we are being you know I think we have to be a little overly sensitive yeah. just to just to we have to there has to be a reason for this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, it can't just be total recaps, but um, <laughs> we should just, uh, that should be the name of the podcast. Total, total recaps. recaps. And we just uh. do like just straight laced, no commentary. Uh, <laughs> and then Jerry walks across the floor and he opens the fridge and he says, what do you want to do tonight? And then he closes the Actual, <laughs> Actually, that would probably be that would probably go over huge with the blind community. Oh my gosh! Yeah, w- we which, can narrate Seinfeld. Um, who was it? Newman, we know, has done charity work for the Lighthouse, which I think that may be part of it. Yeah, we'll narrate. We'll do. We'll do. What do they call that? Assisted uh, audio. You can go to the movies and get vi- it. I think it's assisted. Assisted. I listened assisted to. There was a whole podcast like I listened to about people who do that for movies. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, and, and it's. A really, really interesting podcast. It's called Twenty Thousand Hertz. Yeah. Um. Hey, maybe I'll maybe yeah, I'll I, link the episode in the in the description. Probably not. I remember. Um. They did that for the Wizard of Oz. It was kind of. Uh, oh yeah. Kind of a cool deal. Um. That that made some headlines. That was the first time I ever heard of that assisted audio or whatever they call it. And sometimes I'll start a DVD. I've done this a couple times, and I'm like, this is a weird voiceover. Um. I don't even recognize the character. It's like. I thought it was part of the movie a couple times where it's like Jim walks across the floor and opens the fridge and then the the character says something. and I'm like, well, this is an interesting device. And I'll watch a movie for like five minutes and go, shit, the assisted dialogue is on. 
the whole time I've been watching this and it's like, G- George raises his hands. I'm like, this is really interesting. I, you know, but maybe it has something to do with later on with the movie. Maybe it is one of these characters. Maybe it's a different character. I'm like, why are they describing every descriptive audio? Descriptive, descriptive audio, audio. Not audio. Yeah, descriptive audio. But you can go to like our like movie theaters have it. Even our little movie theater here in, in our our little town has it. You know, you you can ask for it and. And the movie, uh, like most major Man. motion pictures, do it now. You can go to the movies and <laughs> and watch Endgame with descriptive audio. Um, but I've done that a couple times. Have you ever started a DVD? I haven't. Audio? No, I don't know how it's turned itself on, but I'm like, <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be a button. Curious device. Yeah, I think you literally have to go into a which menu, it, which and, is a, yeah. a very like uh, unfortunate way to turn that on. Oh yeah, look for this <laughs> one for out button. of a hundred buttons yeah. <laughs> on your remote. Yeah. <laughs> But so, all right, I, I guess that's uh, it, right? Yeah. Uh, we weren't really, yeah, do, I, I think we're fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I had a couple of things of, of homework. Okay. I wanted to, uh, what, what did I, what did I make note of? I, I wanted to Something see called, if who's Julia Louise, yeah, I wanted to see who was on my birthday and I wanted to see if and when Julia Louise Dreyfus was pregnant. Right, right, right. See why she's wearing that uh, jacket. When, when, what up. did we want to do for cover art this episode? No, there wasn't anything that really came up, but there were so many like visually funny yeah. scenes. Anytime anyone has all their, anytime you can get a, as big a group of people saying not that there's anything wrong with that, because everybody puts their hands up in that sort of like, okay. hands up kind of way. I I'll, think uh, that's, I'll, I'll see what yeah, I can see find. See if you can find something <laughs> there. I'll, I'll, um, and we got to do the, the uh, synopsis. Yeah, yes. the description. So we had, when an eavesdropping college reporter mistakenly prints that Jerry and his pal George are intimate longtime companions, Jerry vainly works overtime to prove his straightness. I'd say take out prints and says thinks. So, yes. so so start like slow it down just a little bit. When an eavesdropping college yeah. reporter mistakenly thinks that Jerry and George, yeah. getting rid of his pal, Jerry and, and George, George are, are intimate longtime companions. I'm just going to say companions. I'm no, I say gay. You want, you just want to yeah. say gay? Okay. Thinks Jerry and George when, are when gay. When an eavesdropping yeah. college reporter thinks that Jerry and George are gay, Jerry vainly works overtime to prove his straightness. Um, but what about tries to prove his straightness but he we, does we can simplify he, he does try very hard so how can we say that he um works vainly tries overtime or whatever whatever jerry goes to great lengths to prove his straightness. prove his straightness when and it, i don't even know if i like straightness i like to prove he's not gay you know goes back to and yeah and, and, I, I think that works i guess it is vanity that's causing him to do it but not really i mean what, what it, it, a lot you, of it is you vanity. Think it's vanity. I think a lot of yeah, it is vanity. I guess so. Because I mean, in in the great scheme of his career, it really wouldn't matter, right? Well, I, I mean, maybe in, maybe in ninety three yeah. it would. Like, yeah. Definitely in twenty nineteen, no. Um, no, no, yeah. But uh, so when an eavesdropping college reporter mistakenly thinks that Jerry and George are gay, Jerry tries to prove that he's not. Yeah, I like okay, that. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um. So next week we have got season four. Episode 17, The Old Man, original air date, February 18th, 93. And if you're looking in TV Guide, you're going to see that the descriptions just keep getting longer. Good Samaritans, Jerry, George, and Elaine volunteer to comfort and assist senior citizens at their homes. Period. Full stop. Okay. Unfortunately, Jerry is assigned to a nasty old cuss. (laughs) (laughs) Who he loses on the streets thanks to Kramer's intrusion. Oh my gosh! Well, this all sounds like a good time. I think I remember this episode, um, so I'm 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 excited uh, for the next episode. But yeah, that's that's kind of a long one. It's a long one. I think I, I already can tell. I think you're just gonna be able to stop with that first part, probably. And not go and Jerry. Here's what happens to Jerry, and here's what happens to George, and here's what happens to Kramer, and here's what happens to because Elaine, <laughs> Elaine has an adventure with her lady too. All right, oh, that, that's man. it, right? And that's it. That's okay. everything. Uh, <laughs> Portal hugging and learning. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. 